0: Bee, 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 bee. Bee, bee, bee. Do I sound like Beaker? A bee, bit. Bee, 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 bee. <laughs> I can now officially do three impressions, <laughs> and one of them is Beaker. Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode four of the Sleeping Situation Podcast. I'm Ivy. I'm Matt. And we're here to talk about stuff. We're back. We're back once again.
1: Back in the title again.
0: Guess who's back, 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 back again, again, again.
1: I don't know that Us
0: one. is back, back, Slim Shady.
1: I feel like it's been forever. We went to two concerts in two days, which is well, I did. You did it.
0: I did not. I've done that before. I did not do that this time.
1: We're going to talk about that in a little bit. Uh, but you went and saw the Indians. It was It was like an Ohio State day. It was alumni day. Alumni day.
0: So they were like, we thought we were going to be the only people like our age there. And I actually saw like two or three people that I had like classes with or whatever. But there were lots of old people, lots of kids and stuff. Mm. But they gave us free food. And then we got to watch the game. Nice. Uh, the Cavs were playing right next door, so it was a nightmare trying to get in and out of Cleveland.
1: Yeah, I didn't even think about that.
0: Yeah, not until like a week or so before did I realize mm-hmm. there was a Cavs game also that night. So it was funny, there was a watch party right outside of the queue. Mm-hmm. No, right outside of Progressive Field. Yeah. So we're sitting in, in the baseball game, watching the baseball game. There's a watch party. We can see it from where our seats are because we were up at the top. And so every once in a while, we would just be watching the game, and they would explode in screams, and we knew something (laughs) happened. So that was funny. And there was a fireworks show after the game, so those people got to see the fireworks show, even though they were trying to watch the game at the same time, so I'm sure they couldn't like, hear, because there was fireworks and loud music.
1: Are they playing tonight?
0: I don't think so. I'm not sure. Because
1: Cavs are 1-3 to now, right?
0: Yes. Well, they're the one.
1: Who are they playing?
0: The Golden State Warriors, the same people as last year oh. and the year before.
1: I don't keep up on the basketballs.
0: Definitely last year.
1: Basketball. But the Indians won.
0: The Indians did win. It was a fairly uneventful game. A lot of it was boring. Hmm. Uh, but the good moments were very good.
1: So today's been a really weird day. There's a wet spot in our floor, and we don't know where the water's coming from.
0: And it keeps getting worse.
1: Wetter and larger.
0: Yeah. Um, Somebody came to check our air conditioning thing so that it wouldn't do that. And it doesn't seem like ours is leaking or dripping. We have some leakage that we don't know where it's coming from. It's a sentence you never want to hear, is it?
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not.
0: (laughs) The correct answer is yes, it is.
1: What? It's It's a
0: sentence you don't want to hear. Yes. Yes. Correct.
1: No is also an acceptable response to that.
0: Matt's really good at when I ask him questions that have two different options. Like, do you want pizza or burgers for dinner? He says yes. All the time.
1: Maybe I want pizza burgers.
0: Well, you gotta say that because Spaghetti I gave you Spaghetti tacos. Option.
1: Also, the parking brake on my car stuck. That car's been a, like an absolute trooper, but I feel it's slowly dying on me. So, we mentioned before I'm working in a guitar shop, and I got a phone call and it was a guy in Canada, and he says, hey, I ordered a guitar, and it said it was supposed to be here today, and it's not here, so I looked, and it says it's being detained at the border, and I wanna know what's going on. And I guess there's a new restriction, I guess is the right word, on transporting certain types of woods across country borders, and like rosewood is one of those woods now, and it's on 50 to 75% of guitars. And so this guitar got to the US Canada border and they're like detaining it at customs because it has rosewood on it. So I guess that's <laughs> just a thing now.
0: I guess that's something you got to deal with.
1: Theoretically, you could be a working musician and travel to some place with your guitar and you get to the airport and they could literally just go, "Oh, this has rosewood on it and you don't have the proper permits or whatever." So we're going to have to detain your guitar here at the airport.
0: That is a nightmare.
1: Yeah, that's a thing that could happen.
0: Like, I feel like there's going to have to be some kind of talk about that because that's a very common thing to travel with. Yeah. I In the grand can, scheme of things. You can
1: get some sort of special permit so that you can travel, like, across borders with it, but it's an ordeal to, like, to get to that point so you can have your guitar and do your job. It's yeah. just, like, a really scary thing, because a lot of guitars are made with this wood, and so I guess a lot of people are going with composites.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's gonna, I mean, there's gonna have to be some kind of change right? in response to whether it's everybody has to get that, uh, like, clearance or whatever you called it, Yeah. or, you know, they have to make a special, you know, there's, like, a musician's clearance. Like, they could make an easier version of it for people in that situation, right. or they would have to change what guitars are made it's, out of.
1: It seems really weird to me. I don't know if it's an environmental thing. So that's a little scary. Yeah. I, I ordered uh, some parts to fix up an old bass I bought at an antique store. It's like a Hoffner violin bass copy from the 60s. And it's totally rad, but the bridge is broken on it. So I ordered a new bridge for it, but it's a rosewood bridge, which is the same wood that they detained at the border.
0: I mean, where's it coming from?
1: Hong Kong. Oh, yeah. you're in trouble then. I paid four dollars for it, and I guess anything that they detain, de- they detain, they reimburse. Hmm. Hopefully, it won't be an issue, but there's like a slight possibility. So hopefully, that gets here soonish, and I can fix my base up. We'll have to see. It's a we'll really- see how
0: it affects you yeah. as a working musician.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm and- the face of the problem now. Oh, I finished watching Parks and Recreation.
0: I think we touched on this a little bit.
1: We did. In we, one episode. I was like in season four then, I think.
0: Rest assured folks, that was not long ago.
1: I I polished that one off pretty quick.
0: Like faster than you should have,
1: probably. There was a there was one day I literally polished off a season in a day. It was I watched so much T V that I felt like garbage and then the only thing that I wanted to do was watch TV because I didn't feel like doing anything else. It's a vicious cycle. It is a vicious cycle. But I finished it. I watched all of Parks and Recreation for the first time ever.
0: What were your... What kind of thoughts do you have upon finishing it?
1: The... Okay, the season before the last season. hmm The season finale of that would have been a perfectly fine series finale. Like how... Uh,
0: the benefit concert.
1: The benefit concert, and then she decides to... That she's going to move the National Parks office to the, what, third floor. Yes. And Bonnie. Yeah. Like, I thought that would be a perfectly decent series finale. And, like, as it was happening, I was like, oh, this is the last episode. Because then it, like, it jumps three years in the future. Right. And they're, like, running things there. And then they both get in the elevator. And it closes. I just like, I, I love that imagery so much of that being the last scene of something. is the elevator closing.
0: I mean, it's poetic and
1: yeah whatnot new girl did it almost and then they screwed it up
0: it was gonna not be a good ending either way if they didn't get more episodes yeah is my argument on that all right but um i get your point and i think it would have been a good ending
1: yeah but if and you're then...
0: given another season you don't not take yeah another season right and they i think they did a good job with i like the last season i don't dislike it at all it it's obviously different Yeah. It seemed
1: forced for the first couple of episodes because they did the three years in the future thing, like at the last episode of the next to last season. Yeah. And so they had to stick with it then. And that was a little weird. Um, maybe. Like it just seemed forced for a couple episodes. And then once it sort of got in a groove, then it was okay.
0: I feel like that's the case with a lot of seasons of anything. But the first couple aren't as good. Yeah. But...
1: I mean, every season of New Girl...
0: Is like that. The
1: first, like, five episodes...
0: Are okay. Aren't funny. Yeah.
1: Or, yeah, they're just okay. They're just okay. And then by, the, like, the middle of the season, they've sort of hit their... They figured out exactly what's going on. Yep. And they can they can roll with it from there.
0: I would completely agree. A little, Some of this is, like, reaching farther back for me. And my opinions might not be as... Relevant because it's been a a little while. Yeah. So I guess I can't remember how I felt, you know, first couple episodes of the last season versus the rest, but I know that I was, like, extremely happy with the way it did end because I feel like a lot of shows, especially that do, like, flash-forwards at the end or try to do an epilogue or try to do whatever, a lot of it, like, it doesn't work and you end up disappointed, but I feel like, at least personally, um, I felt that everybody's ending was, like, very satisfying and very, like... I felt very comfortable, like, knowing as much as I did. And then there was even, if there was something unknown, I was okay with it.
1: Yeah. That's fair. I thought it was a good ending. There was a couple things that I wish they would have gone a little further into. Like, Andy and April, they didn't go too far into the future. After they, like, they moved to D.C. and they buy a house. And then they have a kid. Spoilers. Spoiler alert. Uh That's too late for spoiler alert. We'll interject. we'll interject a uh wah,
0: wah, wah. Yeah,
1: some sort of um public service. A warning. Announcement. We'll put it in the description. Uh yeah. Um But I would have liked to know because April gets a job, but like what does Andy do then? Yeah. They sort of just left you hanging. Like I would have liked to see him become a music producer. Or. or like
0: a stay-at-home dad.
1: Yeah. I mean, the people that they went farthest into the future with were Craig and Gary. Also, Jerry. Okay, we'll say <laughs> Jerry for the purpose of...
0: His name is Gary, but let's be honest, it's Jerry.
1: But at the end of the series, he's Gary.
0: Correct, but if you're going to refer to the character in general, that was Jerry.
1: Okay, of all of those like extended stories, his was my favorite.
0: His is the best one by far. And yeah. I love... It's... Like, so definitely purposeful, that they were so mean to him throughout the whole thing that they gave him the best ending because Mm -hmm. he deserved it. Like, they started being so nice to him at the end, and it was great.
1: Well, they even... Throughout the series, it's like he has a really wonderful life.
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: And they're just mean to him.
0: Right, just, I guess what I mean was, like, they made sure that even while staying, like, consistent with his name being misspelled on his grave and stuff... Like, he had a great ending that had the Jerry spin on it. Yeah. That he's was, like, still, something still went wrong. Yeah. But everything was great.
1: He's still a goofus. Yeah. But he still had, like, a really great life. Yes. Um, I think they could have done more with Ron, too. Like, the way that they ended it was really nice. But they didn't give him much of an epilogue at all. Like, it was, it was, like, that year when that happened, wasn't it? Or, Um, two years in the future after that? It was
0: close. It wasn't that far in the future, but I think you're supposed to assume that since he doesn't like change anyway, he was going to find his thing and he was going to do that for the rest of forever. Oh,
1: that's See what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I almost cried several times. Like, that's
0: how you... Because you actually care when it comes to an end. If it's something that's just silly or you don't, like, care so much, you're just like, oh, I hit the end. Yeah. I've been watching Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah. Because I'm on a nostalgia anime kick, apparently. Uh, we've been watching Pokemon for several months.
1: Yeah, we're, we in are, we're in episode, like, 70 now?
0: Yeah, we're pretty close to the end of Indigo League, the first, like, season. The very long, Quote unquote, very season. long season. It's like a double season. Yeah. But uh, we're very close to the end of that. And I was just feeling a little nostalgic one day. It was having one of those days where I was like, Bleh, so I watched The Emperor's New Groove, and then I started watching Yu-Gi-Oh! because I found it on Netflix. And I am pretty close to the end of the first season of that now. It is super cheesy, uh, but it is exactly as I remember it at the same time. I just feel like when I was younger, I I didn't realize how, like, melodramatic it was.
1: Yeah. And how
0: much they just, like, repeat things all the time. But it's so much fun. Mostly just for, like, trip down memory lane's sake. But I probably won't watch... Like, there's a million sequels that I'm not going to watch. Once I finish this, like, first thing or so, that's going to be about it. But...
1: Did I tell you I found... Because we were watching Pokemon, and you were watching uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. And so I watched a couple of that, and I was like, I wonder if I could find Zoids. (laughs) Did I tell you that I found the first episode? I think you did. It's so bad. (laughs) Like, Yu-Gi-Oh is bad in, like, a kid's show way, but it's nostalgic enough that you can laugh at it. Yes. Zoids is just bad.
0: Like, it's painful to watch.
1: It's... The production value is terrible. Oh. Like, the voiceovers are all... They don't sound good. They all sound like the guys, like, sitting like this close to the thing and, like, being super... Like, it's it's not mixed well and just really cheesy. It's like computer animation that they tried to make look like animation animation. So <laughs> some of it's animation and some of it's obviously computer done. But it's before that they could do that with well, any sort of... Yeah. Yeah. And so it's just bad.
0: I never watched Zoids. I always knew of it. Did not really watch it. I was Pokémon and Yu-Gi-Oh, and once I finished Yu-Gi-Oh, like Sailor Moon is next, hmm. which that was my big big th- that was my favorite thing when I was in kindergarten. I would run home from school so that I could get home in time to watch Sailor Moon.
1: Yeah.
0: It's not on Netflix and it's not on that Watch Cartoons Uh-oh. website. I have not checked Hulu and I a couple years ago I did started again, and I found every episode was on YouTube, but now I can't find that. Oh. So I don't know if it got taken down.
1: It might be on Hulu. We have Hulu because I forgot to cancel my subscription.
0: If not, I will just have to, like, buy some DVDs or something because I will need it. Yeah. Next. Alrighty. So next, what we're going to do is sort of in place of the segment we've done before where we review something, like an album or a movie, Uh, we're switching it up a little bit we went to some concerts, and we're going to talk about those and sort of our experiences with live music. Yes. Let's do it.
1: Let's do it. So we saw Warpaint at the Beachland in Cleveland. Warpaint is a psychedelic dance rock band from Los Angeles, I believe. Uh, this It's really hard to put a label on their stuff because it's very half the time it's like Pink Floydy but half the time it's like dance music.
0: Yeah. I feel like that's the case with a lot of music today, is it's not just one thing because it's so easy to find niche things. Yeah. So they definitely fall into that like, I don't know exactly what to call them. They're just kinda jamming. Everything's a jam.
1: Yeah. Like nothing but grooves.
0: Also, the whole band is for ladies.
1: They all look like they could be baristas at the hip local coffee joint.
0: But what matters most is they rock.
1: That was super lame that you just said that, but it's...
0: I mean, I'm not going to let us sit here and talk about how cute they are the whole time.
1: I mean, I wasn't going to. I wasn't even going to mention that they were an all-female band.
0: Why would you not mention that, Matt?
1: Because... Gender doesn't matter, and equality, and... I don't know. I figured I would... If I said, oh, they're an all-female band, I figured that would be something I would get in trouble for no, saying. No, that's,
0: like, an interesting fact. Because 90% of every other band playing the kind of things that they play are at least three-fourths male.
1: I mean, 90% of ev- all 90% of bands are male.
0: Exactly. That's why it's noteworthy.
1: Yeah. Uh... But yeah, we went and saw them at the Beachland, and it was the first time I'd been to the Beachland. Same. Uh, and it's a pretty hip place. It was. I had an idea in my brain what it would be like, and it was not that at all. I imagine it literally is like a place that swing bands would have played in, like, the 40s.
0: Yeah, like, you could have danced. It was very much a ballroom.
1: I mean, that's why they call it the ballroom. Thank you. <laughs> I I mean, didn't, the, I,
0: it could be called the ballroom and not look anything like a ballroom. That's true. That's my point.
1: But I, did, I hadn't made that connection until we were actually standing there, and I was like, oh, you could literally dance it's in It's a here. dance
0: hall, yeah, with a bar yeah. and stuff.
1: But they're really cool. Um, I had been wanting to see them for a while, and there, there's been a slew of concerts that I've wanted to go to, and then have not bought tickets, and... Well, P-Funk is playing Lock 3. That's right. And general admission tickets were $10, and now they're $120. Because
0: people are jerks and buy did resell.
1: Right. It made me so mad, because I'd really love to pee- see P-Funked. Peppa. I'm going to say that whole thing again, because I, re- I think I said I'd really love to pee, and... <laughs> You said pee funked. p Like
0: punked. Ashton Kutcher breaks through this wall like the Kool Aid man right now. <laughs> You've been p funked!
1: <laughs> I'd watch that show.
0: Anyway, so War Paint?
1: Yeah, War Paint. Uh, which, we were
0: really close to the front.
1: We were like neat. four people back.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> There was this whole thing with this guy trying to push to the front. He, he... kept leaving and coming back and thinking that his spot was saved. Yeah, that's... and after a while, me and this dude that was not Matt on the other side of me, I just stood in his way and he was trying to push me. And I told him, "No, there's no room for you." Did he? And so in... he was loudly complaining. Was the rest he? Of the t- yes, I didn't he was. Hear him. He was talking to those other guys behind us, oh. like, "I've been here since 4:15, and I they don't understand that my spot is up there." And I was like, "There's no seat check in a mosh pit."
1: That's not how it works. That's not
0: yeah. how it works. But I was not letting him through.
1: He was, he was a jerk.
0: Yeah, he you was. You can't
1: just leave and come barreling your way back through a crowd of people.
0: At first, I thought he was with those two girls, and I was like, "Okay." Yeah, like, I thought he was. If, if I had somebody, if there was somebody up there, and I wanted back to them, I would understand that because yeah. I would want somebody to let me back in. But if I was by myself and I left, I would absolutely, unearth all of my friends left, and then we all came back.
1: I would understand
0: them not letting us back in. Because I've been to concerts before, and I understand how they work. And I'm not an entitled asshole.
1: Right. But
0: this guy was a jerk. Which has nothing to do with the concert itself. And I still had fun time. So he tried to ruin my fun for ruining his fun, and he didn't ruin my fun, so...
1: Yeah. Did you see the guy that was... He was standing there, and he was wobbling, like, back and forth. And he had his phone out. Yes, I did. But he was, like, with the camera on, but pointing at the floor... Yeah, and then he was like, he was smoking a cigarette. Yes. Like in a mob of people inside.
0: And he was like an old man. He had yeah. like gray hair.
1: Yeah, he was like in his fifties or sixties. At least, yeah. I was like, what is this guy? It was guy a
0: colorful d- crowd that night. Doing?
1: but what? You, okay, war paint though. <laughs> what did you think of the concert?
0: I thought the concert was really good.
1: That's good. Um,
0: I thought, um, the lights and the smoke and the stuff were fun. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't, like, too much. Some of the lights were, like, oh, my God, I'm blind. But yeah,
1: the, those ones. The, the
0: ones in the very front, when they would turn them on, I had to look down. Yeah, they but, were super bright. like, overall, I thought they were cool. It was, like, a cool atmosphere.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, And I liked that they kind of just, they even kind of played through one song into the next. They mm-hmm. rarely, like, stopped, which I thought was cool.
1: Yeah.
0: And I liked that they kind of, like, didn't hold out for encore nonsense. Yeah. Because, like, we know you're going to play the songs. Just play the songs. Like, I'm kind of over the encore thing. I
1: hate, <laughs> I really hate planned encores. Like, when a band come, goes off the stage and the lights stay down and the music comes doesn't come back on, like, okay, they didn't play the two singles.
0: Exactly. Like, yeah, I kind of hate we that. We all <laughs> know you're
1: coming back. Like, don't make us, it's yeah, super. Yeah,
0: I kind of I wish we would just, like, kind of let that go and just play It's it.
1: super arrogant. I think that's I mean, why I hate it.
0: It became... I feel like it has become this thing and you feel like you have to. I don't know that it's arrogant for everybody. I feel like it became a thing that you just feel like you have to do because everybody else does it. Like, people expect it. And that's why I said, like, let's wait a second. And then they started, like, unplugging stuff and I was like, okay, let's go.
1: Yeah. I mean, they ended with disco. And that's, like, the jammiest song that they could have ever played.
0: Yeah. That's probably true. It was a very, like, dancey song.
1: Yeah. Um... I really want... This is what needs to happen. In, like, an AC/DC concert. Right? They play the last song of the regular set. But mm-hmm. they haven't played, like, Thunderstruck and Back in Black and stuff. Yeah. And so they leave the stage. I want everyone to turn around and just leave. <laughs> I don't
0: think and that then would ever happen. they come, but... like,
1: jogging back out. And they're like, oh, everyone's gone. <laughs> There's, like,
0: three guys standing They're like... Whoo.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it just makes me mad. Like, if the if the audience genuinely wants another song or like once an encore then you come back out and you play a, like a deep cut or a cover or something
0: yeah I not think not
1: your hit single
0: I feel like yeah for some it might be harder to like not plan it depending on like what the band is or what like you know some pop singer that has a backup band it's not just like okay guys what do we know and we pick it up like they had to have rehearsed something Yeah. Before. Well, you just teach. But you don't pick, like, the hit that makes everybody wait. It's, like, an extra bonus fun. I don't know. I don't feel that strongly about this.
1: I do. I super hate it. (laughs) But. But Warpaint, though. Did you. I probably made you listen to them at some point.
0: I had listened to them a little bit.
1: Because I had. And then
0: once we decided to buy the tickets, I I made sure I I listened up some more because I don't like going when I don't. I usually don't like going to concerts when I don't, when I can't like sing along or like.
1: I mean, I, I've listened to them quite a bit and I couldn't sing along to most things.
0: Yeah. I like couldn't this time, but I could, I could pick out songs. Like I've heard this one before and I remember this part or I remember how this goes or this is familiar, but I I have to at least be on that level or I usually, it depends on what it is, but for like a concert like that.
1: I haven't even listened to the new album that many times. Like, I've listened to the self-titled album a lot, because that's the one I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some of their older stuff I know a little better. But, like, the new album, I hadn't heard those songs three times before we saw them.
0: See, I was Which listen- was kind of cool. I was listening to, the, like, the two newest. Yeah. Was mostly where I would get, as I was working or whatever, I would get through those and then I would yeah. switch to something else. Another hot take I have here is when i was listening to them just like the album all the Mm -hmm. way through sometimes the songs would like bleed together and it's like has this song been going on for 10 minutes no it was three different songs yeah and like i don't think that there's a problem with that but i felt less like that seeing them live the way they mixed up it didn't sound so much like the songs weren't as similar as some of them sounded to me on the album yeah i liked that about them being live
1: and that's that's part of the reason that I wanted to go see them live so bad because every concert I've like watched on YouTube is so good. They're they're a way better live band than they are a studio band, I, and they're a pretty darn good studio band. To
0: my knowledge, I would g- agree with that.
1: They played bees, and that made me. That's my favorite Warpaint song. Oh, the bass in it's super nice.
0: I'm not sure if I can pick a favorite yet. I like love is to die.
1: That's a good one. Disco's really good. That's the one they played last. It was
0: fun. It was very bounce around kind of. Yeah.
1: That song's surprisingly uh, dark and creepy for a song called Disco. <laughs> a lot of their songs are really creepy.
0: I don't know the lyrics very well. That's okay. Um, it's, mostly, it's like the jam that I know. There's, like, there's a hook or something yeah. that it's like, oh, it's that song.
1: But yeah, a lot of I mean a lot of the songs that are really good on the album are re- are better live because you get I really don't want to say the vibes, <laughs> but you get those jammy vibes in a live setting.
0: If you've never been called a millennial before, it's now absolutely on the table for you to be called that all the time because you said jammy vibes. Jammy vibes.
1: Chill vibes. Chill vibes. What did you think of uh Deaf Mute.
0: Um, I thought that Def- it wasn't bad.
1: Deaf Mute opened for Warpaint. If we didn't make that clear, I don't think we did.
0: There were songs or whatever you want to say that I liked better than others. Yeah. Of his thing, some of it I felt a little awkward. Some of it I was like, yeah, okay, this is good. And other times I was just standing there like, I don't really know what to think.
1: He he was the first quote unquote electronic artist I've seen live and it was super uncomfortable
0: it was weird and I think it would have felt different if we were at like a festival or something where people are like drinking and there's lots of people I mean people were like there's a bar there but yeah if people were if it was more packed and people were really like bouncing around and if there was like that one guy was going nuts and everybody else was kinda of saying it like, I don't know.
1: It it's weird for me because I'm I don't know if it's because I'm ignorant of electronic music or what the deal is. But I had a hard time figuring out exactly what he was doing. Besides pressing play on his computer. Like he had I mean, he sang too. Well yeah, he sang. But he had but. like sampling pads. I mean, he
0: would, like, turn stuff and press buttons, but, uh, yeah, I didn't really know what was what.
1: I didn't notice any difference, because I was watching, like, what is this knob that he's twisting doing?
0: Yeah, I couldn't tell you either.
1: Or there was some, there was some, like, he had a pad, and he was pressing buttons on it that was controlling notes. So he was, like, playing Hmm. pre-programmed notes on this, like, trigger pad. But I don't see how that was any different than what he was already had in the... Like, he had everything else in the computer programmed.
0: Yeah, I don't.
1: He wasn't really even know. tripping sequences half the time. Like, they would change without him doing anything.
0: Yeah, like, some of it was definitely just already there. Yeah. So.
1: I think I would have liked it a lot more if it seemed like he was working a lot harder towards it. But it. Maybe. It, it literally seems to me like he was pressing play on a computer.
0: I think it was the wrong atmosphere for that kind
1: of thing. N- yes. Also, okay, some of the, like, synth pads and stuff, not even pads, they were, like, noisy things. Some of those were painful to, like, hear.
0: Yeah, there were some that were, like, like, uncomfortable.
1: Do you not realize that this is not a good frequency for the...
0: Yeah, that's what I'm, like, some of them were just really, kind of, like, off-putting. And then yeah. other ones, like, like laid in really well, and yeah. it felt better. So that's why I, I didn't, like, hate it, but I wasn't completely on
1: board. Right. But positive experience overall for a band you haven't listened to that much. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, I ordered tickets pretty much last minute. Like the concert was on Wednesday, and I think I ordered them on Saturday.
0: Yeah, the Saturday. I think before. that's about right.
1: Uh,
0: Saturday or Sunday. Because maybe.
1: I couldn't get tickets to anything else I wanted to go to. Uh, we did. I did get tickets though uh, to go see Chick Corea and Bela Fleck, which I'm super excited about.
0: I have no feelings to... Ivy doesn't
1: know who those people are.
0: I've heard the names before. Because
1: I've said... I've you talked about them. You have five or
0: six Chick Corea records. I do. Chick is a Pokemon. That, that, that's that I true. really like.
1: Chick and the Return to Forever could be a Pokemon spin-off. That could spin-on. be a
0: Pokemon movie.
1: It also could be a Chick Corea album. Uh, but John Patitucci is playing bass with... The Chick band, Victor I, Wooten's playing bass with Bales. Like I know who really, Wooten is. I'm real excited to see Victor Wooten.
0: Other guy could He'll just be fine. any name.
1: He's to an me. amazing bass I player. Just, I know who Wooten amazing. is. Amazing. <laughs> uh, so that's happening.
0: I know who Jocko is. That's
1: an. Well, yeah. Because I talk about him all the time. I
0: know that's what I'm saying. They're the only one. Have I you know.
1: watched the movie? Have I made you watch the doc- documentary? I don't think you so. You want to try that
0: sentence again? Have
1: I made you watch the documentary? No. I didn't think so. That might need to happen sometime. So we saw Warpaint, and I'm going to see Chick Corea. And on the day after I saw Warpaint, I drove back to Cleveland to see Discount Nostalgia and the movies at Mayhalls. Mayhalls May Halls 20 Lanes in Lakewood.
0: I did not attend.
1: You did not because you were going to the baseball game the next day and you said you're not driving to Cleveland three nights in a row, and that's fair. <laughs> uh, but Discount Nostalgia is, for those of you who don't know, uh, an ex-bandmate of mine is his new band, and they're so good.
0: I saw them once. We went to Bowling Green to see them a few months ago, maybe March. Yeah. Maybe April. Saw them then, and it was really, really good. I had not listened to them at all before.
1: Yeah. I mean, they they have a single out on Bandcamp. Called, and that's about it. Called Pageantry, which you should check out. Discount Nostalgia Bandcamp Pageantry. Uh, but I, I've, AJ sent me some stuff, uh, but I hadn't, like, seen them, Mm -hmm. and so that was my second time seeing them at May Halls, and it, they're so good, it's upsetting to me.
0: (laughs) They are really great.
1: Uh, AJ's girlfriend asked me after the show, like, are you mad that he played, like, Philly tunes?" And I was like, I'm not mad that he played them, I'm mad that he played them better than we did. (laughs) but they were super good and if you can ever catch them or the movies uh conor mccready from the band item which i've said once and i'll say again it's probably my favorite band ever uh, but they're broken up now uh, they're so good
0: That is a bold statement for somebody who has several favorite bands.
1: I have, there's a lot of bands that are my favorite band ever. But as far as like local bands that no one's ever heard of.
0: Oh, in that category. They were amazing.
1: Sure. And then they broke up. Now they're not doing anything. Uh, But he's playing drums in this new band and they were also, they were really good. Very indie kind of stuff. Good Um, stuff. So check out Discount Nostalgia and The Movies on Facebook and Bandcamp.
0: And here's another idea. If there's something that we should be listening to and we're not talking about it, you should let us know. You should tweet us and or Facebook us. And tell us what we should check out and review next, if there's a movie or an album. Or it could be something that's similar to what we're talking about or something that's way different and you just want our opinions on because for some reason you value our opinions. We like to give our opinions, so...
1: I'll listen to anything, but that doesn't mean I won't hate it.
0: (laughs) I want that on a t-shirt, and I (laughs) want your face below it. Because that is the most matte thing you've ever said to me. I'll listen to anything, but I can't promise not to hate it. (laughs) If you had a catchphrase, if you were on a sitcom, it'd be like... Yeah, okay, but I can't promise I won't hate it, would be your character's, would be your How you doing?
1: That's fair. Uh, I'm, I'm surprised that that's the most Matt Warner thing I've ever said.
0: At the very least, it's top five. Which brings us to... Welcome to our next segment, which is the highly anticipated return of... The top five game. Do we want to recap the top five game very quickly? It doesn't have many rules.
1: It doesn't have many rules. The rules are as follows. Pick a category. Pick what you think the top five things are in that category. Place them in a the list in order. Ranked. Ranked. Recite them. End of list.
0: Be as objective as possible. Yes. Is the, is the only real rule.
1: That is the only real rule. We also
0: bend the rules and always say honorable mentions anyway.
1: I mean, that's fair, though. I think so. I mean, I almost because put... Because it
0: kills you to pick five sometimes. I
1: almost put ties in this one and figured that you would be super mad at me if I did that, so I did.
0: <laughs> that's cheating. I know. That's absolutely cheating. Have ten honorable mentions and I'll let you read the list. Put ties in the thing. <laughs> Unless it was number five, I would kill you.
1: Oh, because it would have been number 5 Mm-hmm. Um, this week's list was really tricky. Uh we agreed to do it and then I immediately regretted agreeing to do it because it was really hard.
0: It definitely stressed you out more than it stressed me out. It did. I it didn't take me I'm, too long.
1: Alright, I'm gonna call it. I think our top two are gonna be the same.
0: In the same order?
1: In the same order. I think the rest of them are not even gonna be close. I think... I think we're not even going to have the same bottom three in any order. I disagree. Okay.
0: There's one that I think you'll put that I don't have. All right. But I'll be interested to hear your reasons why. Because, as you recall, it's supposed to be objective.
1: I know. that was Which is why part.
0: I put a song I don't particularly like in the top five.
1: Oh. I can't... Full disclosure, I can't be fully objective. I try. That's why I
0: said it's possible. The
1: what The... This, the one that I put for number one, I had to because I was trying to be adge- objective.
0: I respect you. Okay. For that. I My number five is a song that I don't love.
1: Okay. So, we haven't told you what this week's list is, but we've said songs like five times.
0: <laughs> I didn't realize we didn't
1: say. Uh, so, this week's top five list is top five George Harrison Beatles songs.
0: And we all know that Piggies... Piggies is in a tier of its own, so it's not on these lists. Right.
1: Okay. The hardest point, <laughs> the hardest part of this was I kept thinking, all of my favorite George Harrison songs are from All Things Must Pass. Yeah. That's- and I was like, oh wah, wah. oh that's on. <laughs> oh, uh, isn't it a pity? Oh, that's that's not on. All Things Must Pass. Oh, that's yeah. on the. Awaiting on you. No, that's on the. My sweet, oh that's on the. It was <laughs> I literally went through that like five times.
0: Well, the for
1: number 1 is all of George Harrison's non-Beatles songs.
0: <laughs> I feel like as far as Beatles songs go, George's songs are much more limited. I you mean, know, you couldn't do top 5 McCartney Beatles songs because it's most of them. It's so many of what them.
1: What is the number 1 Paul McCartney Beatles song? Ivy.
0: Uh, oh, Darling?
1: Number one, though? That's that's surprising to me. I mean... That you put it above Blackbird.
0: Objective, Matt. You know that Blackbird's my favorite. I know it is. Easily my favorite.
1: Also, objectively, uh, you never give me your money.
0: Um, I mean, sure.
1: Probably the most cloud parting with light shining through... Beautiful, blissful moment in any Beatles album is on that song. Yes. Like the middle eight is gorgeous.
0: I call it money spent. Not, <laughs> Not that much. Please leave that in. <laughs> <laughs> That's the funniest thing I've done all day. <laughs> and I wrote a comedy piece and posted it online. <laughs> uh, okay, so how are we going to read these? Oh,
1: that magic feeling. Nowhere to go.
0: <laughs> now so, What? That doesn't even touch um, Golden slumbers
1: <laughs> I love golden slumbers I love that song It's so good Smiles
0: awake Where <laughs> you That was just Fat Albert You're really good at that,
1: that <laughs> I kind Fat of Albert. practiced
0: it a little bit The The Paul trying to do... Chubby
1: Checker? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like Lady Madonna? <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> but back to George.
0: <laughs> Sorry, Georgie.
1: <laughs> do you want to read your list first?
0: Uh, My number five is Within You Without You.
1: Really? Which I don't
0: particularly enjoy. Mm. Uh, Number four is I Me Mine.
1: Really? Okay.
0: Did you not think I was going to pick it?
1: I wouldn't consider that top five. Uh,
0: number three is Here Comes the Sun. Oh, no. You didn't put Here Comes the oh, Sun. Oh, no. What is the matter with I you? I forgot. You done fucked up.
1: <laughs> I completely forgot about it. That's why I asked you if
0: you wanted to see oh, the list. Oh, my gosh.
1: I feel so bad. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Go Should ahead. Should I go on? Yeah. Number
0: two is While My Guitar Gently Weeps. Okay. Are we okay? Yeah. Number one is something. Yes. Objectively, something is the best George song. Okay. George Beatles.
1: Song. Oh no. My life is.
0: I feel like I feel s- of the George songs, so Here bad. Comes the Sun is the most, like, is the one a lot of people would think of first. Yeah. I am surprised at you. Um, my reasoning here is my honorable mention is if I needed someone. Okay. I wanted to put it at number five. It's too similar to Here Comes the Sun. That I decided...
1: Yeah, okay. Uh, melodically and... It has that same sort of guitar thing?
0: Yeah. so that's, I know what you mean. I felt like it was too cl- close to kind of melodically similar that I decided that... The, well, now I have to rethink the, the my sitar whole, and the, whole list. And I mean, when they started doing the whole trippy sitar stuff, that was very George. Am I wrong in saying that?
1: I mean, George played the sitar on... Like, right. on, um, well, I think all the stuff they did, they brought in some session guys, but I think he did most of it.
0: I guess I just mean, like, when they started using that sound.
1: Well, yeah. because that... It was... When, I've
0: always felt like that was, like, George's thing.
1: Yeah. well, Like, it was, him more than the rest of them. It was when they were doing Norwegian Wood. Right. And they were like, in right, right. something else in here. And George was like, eyeball to sit up.
0: I guess I'm thinking more like Revolver. Yeah. I think of George when I think of those songs. And so I felt like I couldn't do this list without one of them, even though that those aren't my favorite Beatles. Well songs. he was
1: just super into Indian stuff.
0: Yes. That's my yes. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So uh yeah, do you wanna say your list? And well, then we can get into the uh, anything else. Do you need a minute?
1: I I feel stupid now.
0: It makes it harder though, doesn't it? Where are you gonna kick out? It
1: does. Blue Jay Way. Blue Jay Way got honorable mention. <laughs>
0: I'm surprised, I thought you would pick it.
1: In top 5 Mm-hmm.
0: Um I, it was also really hard to me not to pick for you blue, because I very much love that song. But it's, it's a good one. it was too simple. I felt to be in the top five. It's not incredibly but it's also twelve bar blues. Yeah. So I decided to not to.
1: Alright, let me think.
0: I'm shocked that you didn't put I Me Mine.
1: Uh, I think it's
0: interesting because it changes time to signature so many times. Yeah, I think that's a big part of why I picked it. And so there's so many like sounds in it, so many segments. Yeah, in it that I think it's interesting. And See, but I, that's I, why I wanted. I it. really
1: like the waltz part of that song, and I think that the the straight four part is kind of stupid.
0: Fair enough. I like that it has both. I like the juxtaposition. Okay.
1: I guess I'll just bump my number five.
0: I mean, if that's what you want to do. I,
1: it's not what I want to do, but it's what's <laughs> going to happen.
0: Right? I mean, I think you should feel like, if you're going to add Here Comes the Sun, you should feel like it deserves to be there.
1: It. I mean, it does. Okay. I just wanted to
0: make sure that you weren't I've, just like, I've oh, I many.
1: I've not had many uh, blissful moments of pure joy when listening to music, but I have had those moments listening to Here Comes the Sun. And so I think it has to be in there. Right, so this is this is what it is. Number five, if I needed someone.
0: Controversial. I almost did it. I decided... Number to
1: four, Taxman. I mean, the rest of the list is the same as is, your list. It's the same? It's gonna have to be. Here comes the sun, while my guitar generally weaves something in number one.
0: I think the fact that we agreed means that we're being objective. So,
1: like... Yeah. Um honorable mentions though every other george song (laughs) piggies not piggies
0: savoy truffle
1: i listen (laughs) when i first started i was like savoy truffle number five that song jams
0: it does but also the lyrics are just reading the ingredients list on a candy bar So, or no, it's a box of chocolates. Oh, is that really what it is?
1: Yeah, it's literally like a thing when you get a box of like Russell Stover chocolates and you like open it up and it tells you what everything is in there.
0: Sweet tangerine, yeah, that's yeah. I thought about it because it does jam, but I for that reason it's it's silly. The saxophone jams, but it's silly.
1: Yeah, uh,
0: (laughs) that song was hey, what can we do to make fun of Eric? (laughs)
1: Uh, So I said Savoy Truffle, Long, 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 I think is a really underrated George song from the White Album. Sure. It's very sweet and poetic. Uh, I said Within You, Without You in Honorable Mentions. I'm surprised. Love You Too. I would lump in the same thing with that because, I mean, the sheer importance of like bringing Indian music to Mm -hmm. the Western world and rock and roll and that sort of thing. Uh,
0: That's why I'm surprised that you didn't choose really one of those. Taxman, though.
1: Oh, it's so good.
0: Oh, it's so basic. (laughs) (laughs) It's, I don't know. I don't think there's that much to it. I think... I I don't know. It made my, like, pay attention to it because it was kind of a big George song. Yeah. But I did not feel any poll to put it on my list.
1: I mean, I I don't prefer it over a lot of the other songs that I've just listed, Mm -hmm. but as far as being objective, uh, I mean, sheer importance in the Beatles catalog, like it opens Revolver.
0: That's fair.
1: It's the first George song to open, the only George song to open a Beatles album. Uh, but the fact that it opens with Taxman is, like, one of the angriest Beatles songs. It's okay. so just tongue-in-cheek, mad at the world.
0: I would agree with that.
1: Also, Revolver's the most important Beatles album.
0: <gasps> How dare mic you? Mic drop. No. Explain yourself.
1: Okay. It's it's all about context. Okay.
0: Okay, I'm trying to have an open mind. Okay,
1: picture yourself in 1965. Okay. I'm trying. The most recent album that the Beatles put out is Rubber Soul, which is is a pretty sweet album. Like, there's some sad spots in it, and there's a couple sort of angry spots.
0: It's pretty folky.
1: Yeah, it's very folky, and psychedelic like psychedelic music hasn't happened yet right like there's sort of a blues thing happening uh bob dylan has just gone
0: who cares about anything else bob dylan's playing
1: electric but the beatles are just like a pop band they put out this really nice and generally pretty album rubber soul even though it's a little bit weird Because they are smoking a lot of pot at the time.
0: But it's, like, subtly weird. Right. It's very subtle and very, like, stealthily weird.
1: Right. And then Pet Sounds comes out, and you're like, well, this is sad, but it's really beautiful.
0: And it's only, it's also kind of subtly weird.
1: It's pretty blatantly weird, Mm, but in in a beautiful way. Uh,
0: I mean, like, the bike horn is not subtle, but go on. Yeah, this is not the it's, argument. It's, we're we, it's right weird now. for a
1: pop album.
0: Hello.
1: So then you're like, I wonder what the next Beatles album is going to be. I wonder if it's going to be this sweet folk pop album like Rubber Soul was, and you get this new Beatles album and you're like, Wow, this cover's a little bit strange. But let's see what they have to say. And then you put it on, and the first album starts out with, gang, 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 gang. and you're like, Whoa, that was angry. And then the next al- the next song is Eleanor Rigby, and you're like strings where's the guitars who is why is there no gu- and then it's love you too i think it's right after that i'm not sure and you're like this isn't even pop music anymore i mean i'm only sleeping in tomorrow never knows Aside, side it's a very very bizarre album yes for the biggest band in the world who just put out a folk pop album to do a one eighty and put out this trippy, just like bizarre.
0: I agree with you, but how did people feel? Did people say this then,
1: I don't or are know. you I just
0: saying back. this now? Because you read all the stuff about how people were so floored by Sergeant Pepper's. Yeah. You don't. I've never read that about Revolver. Even though what you're saying makes exact sense, I don't know that that was the actual. Was that the reaction?
1: I I don't know. I think
0: people were confused. I know I've, but, but were they so like taken aback by it or were they just like, what? I mean, I just
1: think it was so much as like it was received that way, but it was a bold move for them to do as a band and they, (laughs) they just quit touring too. Yes. So the biggest band in the world stops playing shows completely Mm -hmm. and then puts out this whack job of a next album and people like i Could can't been it. I, I can't imagine people weren't like what the heck is going on
0: i agree i'm just like just it's just because you hear that about sergeant pepper yeah and like you i don't hear that as much about
1: sergeant revolver. see i think sergeant pepper was revolver it was just as bizarre as revolver but done on a much bigger scale and done much more with like
0: It was less risky then. It's much
1: cleaner and much... Yeah. ...much more commercially viable. Like, there's some strange songs on Sgt. Pepper's, but they're not nearly as edgy as... I mean, they were inventing psychedelic music. Yeah. But we both agree... I'm glad that we both agree that While My Guitar Gently Weeps and Something of the best.
0: Yes. Um.
1: Even though... If I had to pick one to just throw on, I would probably pick While My Guitar Gently Weeps over something. Even though I think something is a better song.
0: I just think it is, first of all, very beautiful, and second of all, has a lot of layers. It does. I enjoy the layers, and it's also a very nice lyric.
1: Didn't Frank Sinatra say that something is the greatest love song ever written?
0: Somebody did. That sounds about right. I think it's
1: Sinatra. I've just always liked while well, my guitar generally weeps because well, Clapton plays the solo, mm-hmm, uh, and the bass part in that is just so dirty <laughs> it's There's no other way to describe it Ew. and it it sneaks up on you because you it's not like the first thing that you jumps out at you when you hear that song. No, but it's super like chunky sounding, and he's playing chords. Uh, and then the little counter melody part in the chorus, which I heard somebody had the isolated bass part on YouTube, mm-hmm. and the counter melody that the bass plays in the chorus is doubled with a twelve string guitar, and so it's literally like three octaves big. That's pretty cool. This this little counter melody line, and I've still like I just I wish I could write anything half as nice as. It just it fits in there so perfectly, but it's also like its own little melody. But I mean, they put something out as like one of the lead singles for Abbey Road. Yes. So that says a lot, as well. Mm-hmm. We said sent- I didn't
0: even have to think about it. Yeah. To put it at number one, and a little bit might be just the iconic factor. Yeah. Which I think, I don't think that's like the fact that it. People just know it, and people associate it with George, and people... You know what I mean? It's one of the first ones you think of. I think that is part of, like, what makes it
1: best. So that was the top five list for this week. Top five George Harrison Beatles songs. We did it. Ivy is falling asleep, and so it's probably about time for us to go. Need to put me to bed. Put you to bed. If you have any suggestions or comments... Feel free to shoot us a message or a tweet or a Facebook post. But you should send us top five <laughs> list ideas.
0: Things you would love to hear us argue about.
1: We didn't do too much arguing today. We're pretty... I'll fight you
0: over tax man. It doesn't need to be on the list. Bold uh... statement.
1: I disagree. I could have put any of the honorable mentions in the top five. So, that's what I'm saying. It was like, can I do ties because they're all just tied for second?
0: No. That's not how it, a top goes, five list works. It goes
1: something, while Megatar gently weaves, ten-way tie for third. Disagree. Piggies.
0: Doesn't. <laughs> Piggies. <laughs> P- I stand by what I said. I was not being facetious when I said Piggies is in a tier of its own and should not be considered for this list. I'm not saying it's because it's better. I'm just saying it's, it's on its own. Have you seen the little piggies? Thanks for listening to the Sleeping Situation podcast.
1: All right, we'll catch you next time.
0: See ya.